Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to After Extra Time, our brand new podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Green, and our other host is Alex Jackson. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. Very good. Football's uh, very now coming back. Yeah, uh, super excited. I've got to watch the Millwall playoff race in and hopefully I'll be uh, celebrating a playoff final win at Wembley. Yeah, how would you feel being uh, a playoff finalist and not be able to go to the to the stadium at Wembley? Uh, I'd be gutted to be honest, but I suppose we've got to get there first, really. Um, but yeah, I I can say I've done it, not at the same level as the Championship, but the Premier League, but to to be at the uh, playoff final. When Millwall beat Bradford a couple of seasons ago, when the hero Steve Morrison got the winner, um, yeah, it'd be good. It w- would be really, really good. I mean, to all the listeners out there, obviously you've now guessed um, Jacko's team. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, is... <laughs> so if you don't, if you haven't guessed or you don't know, his team is Millwall. So um, be prepared to listen to a lot of Millwall throughout these podcasts. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's crack on. With, let's start. Obviously, we're new to this um, podcast. Let's crack on with a topic. Now, the topic, what's popped up today, is regarding the return of the Premier League and the EFL Championship. I mean, do you reckon it's the right time for this, Jacko? Or... It, it was getting to a point where you either played on or you ended the season. Yeah. Um, the, the longer it the longer this situation carried on into the end of June, beginning of July, it, it was going to tie football clubs' hands with regards to finances. And as we've seen with the, the Banarama National League and League 1 and 2, mm. they've had to put an end to it, albeit unfortunate for some teams, um, but not unfortunate for others, obviously. Yeah, I um, mean... I was just going to add a note in there, Jacko, just to say, obviously, it all boils down to money with regards to League One and League yeah. Two, which is the reason why they've yeah. called it. I mean, obviously, if they yeah. probably played on, would them teams not existed in the end due to the finances? Well, I think there was there was talk that if 
if he carried on before they called it quits. They reckon 10 to 12 teams could have gone into serious financial trouble because of it. Yeah, we don't want to um, see that. You don't want to see it, especially with what happened with Berry and Bolton. And yeah. Obviously, Prince and Portsmouth. Um, it's not nice to see for these clubs that have been around for 100 odd years. You want to see them playing football in the, in the top leagues in England. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've I, already I, seen a team um, coming off that where you're on about teams obviously folding and losing their money. There's a team yeah. in Wales, what I've just folded, um, Real, which are a big club in oh, Wales. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. they have been in the Champions League qualities. Um, and yeah, they've had to call the club and they've shut it down. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the point where it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate situation for these businesses. And it's not just football that's feeling the effect of it. Um, no, but obviously I these agree. People have, have, these people have, have had to sit down and, and take a, a look at the situation, have had to take a hit where they've needed to. And let's just hope that when August, September comes round, we can say you can start looking at, at football again for the new season and, and hopefully attendance. Yeah, I mean, how do you think it will take a toll on the players starting back behind closed doors? It's going to be tough, isn't it? Because you, you don't normally have a two-month break between seasons. You, you'll, you'll probably go away for a couple of weeks at the end of May, beginning of June. Then you'll probably come back at the beginning of July for your pre-season. And then you obviously you've got sort of three or four weeks of pre-season training before you go into the football season. So mm. I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they're using the fact that you can use five subs in a game now. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, so I think that helps because obviously you're going to have a lot of uh, you, a lot of managers are going to be cautious of because players have been out for so long, yeah, uh, picking up any any injuries. Um, so I think I, I think for the first couple of weeks we may see um, a lot of chopping and changing, um, mm. especially with the fact that you we're playing sort of Wednesday, Saturday um, for the next sort of ten ten games or so. Mm. Um, but I think it will probably be a couple of weeks before the, the players would start getting their match fitness back. But obviously, again, because you because of what they've been doing in lockdown, you don't know if they've been able to keep their sort of fitness regimes up. I would have thought that the clubs would keep an eye on it um, and and to sort of make sure that they're keeping up to as as a fitter condition as they can be, waiting to yeah. start the season. But what I think yeah. is a, a good thing as well is having the months break. Is any of those players that had niggles or long-term injuries before that, yeah. hopefully they can yeah. come back in. I know for a fact that Mill had Ben Thompson and Ryan Leonard out um, with some sort of long-term injuries. Yeah. And there was a, a couple of pictures of them having a pre-season friendly against, or I say pre-season friendly, they had a, uh, a friendly against Colchester the other day and Leonard and Thompson were, were running around, so it's good to see. So, yeah, I, I think it might be good for some with due to injuries, I think it might be difficult for all of the players for the fact mm. that they've got to try and get back up to match fitness as quickly as possible. Yeah, I also think it will have a toll on some players. I mean, playing behind closed doors, I mean, the likes of Jamie Vardy, he loves playing up to the crowd, he loves celebrating mm. in front of the crowd. Will that have a um, influence on his game? I mean... Uh, <clears throat> you don't know, do you? That, that's the... That's the, the that's the theory behind a lot of things when it comes to home 
home crowds, especially um, as we can see, as we've seen from Bundesliga. You know, mm-hmm. stats are showing that away teams are doing far better um, because there is no crowd. So yeah. I, I would have thought that he'd probably carry on absolutely fine. Um, but then obviously you haven't got that effect of the equivalent of a 12th man yeah. having 30,000 fans behind you. Mill Millwall's going to be a really difficult one um, because it's one of those atmospheres where away mm. players hate to go. And, and I think from your interviews that you've done, with a couple of ex-players, they, they yeah. weren't sort of favourable yeah. about going to the den because of the atmosphere that it creates. Correct, and, yeah. And Millwall, Millwall used that as a, as a sort of big boost for their play. So, it, it's going to be interesting to see how teams at home cope with the pitch. Yeah, that's a... I, think uh, they might uh, have, I was going to say, that's a I great example, Jacko. Well. It's exactly a great example. I mean, even these bigger teams like United with the thousands of seniors mm. they've got, It'll be interesting to see with the smaller clubs like, I don't know, the Watfords, the Bournemouths, they'll probably yeah, yeah. dominate the teams at Old Trafford. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting because they, they don't have, I wouldn't say there's a fear factor, but I just think they don't have that pressure of playing in front of 30,000 home fans singing, you're going to get your A kicked in. Yeah. So, yeah. I t- totally it, agree. It's going to be I'd like to hear um, <clears throat> other people's views on this. So if they can get in, on, mm. get in touch with us on the email, um, which is after extra time twenty twenty at gmail dot com. That's extra with an X. So that's X T. But I'd like to get other people's views, what they think will happen with the big clubs and even their own club, whether it's Championship or Prem, and to feel how they feel their season would take a big hit from what's happened. Yeah. Also, also listening to fans from Leagues 1 and 2 and, and lower down, how do they feel about how the season's ended? Are they happy with it? Are they are they gusted that they've not been able to see some football? Um, yeah. Do you think it's the right thing for your club with regards to financially keeping them afloat? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, there was one what come up. I spoke to someone the other day and um, it was on about the League 1, actually, and they were saying, how is it fair to call the season off when they did and now go back to mm. points per ratio game? So, Peterborough yeah. was in the top six before, obviously, the lockdown um, when the season was yeah. called off. They've now budged Peterborough out the top six and put Wickham in the top six and that's the cemented spot yeah. now for the playoff. I mean, is that fair? I, I think whatever way you look at it, there will always be uh, a, a disagree or agree to disagree uh, way with how things are looked at. If we looked at points per game, I think we, Millwall, would, would slip down into the further down the table because of obviously we, we'd started off reasonably well, but then we had a, a dip, and then obviously Harris left yeah. before uh, before Rout came in, and then obviously it improved. So. I they, they were running out of alternatives the NFL, like yeah. how to deal with him. Um, and it was just a case of we, we have to make um, the, the best solution out of the worst situation. Yeah. And there's always going to yeah. be teams that are going to feel, um, you know, 
uh, harshly done by, especially those that have gone down, because yeah. they'll always have that argument yeah. of saying, well, we could have gone on a tear for sort of five or six games and stayed up. Yes, correct, yeah. Um, so... I mean, it's again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is harsh and it's a big, massive talking point, I just imagine, at the minute mm. for those League One, League Two clubs. Yeah. Um, like, again, like you said, we'd love to hear people who are fans of the League One, League Two have teams mm. in them and hear their suggestions. Have we got any Wickham fans what are here? What can get in touch and tell us how they feel going into the top six? Have we got any Peterborough fans what tell us how they feel what dropped out of the top six? I'd yeah. love to hear all their comments, to be fair. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about that with the Premier League when you had Sheffield United and Villa fans. Yeah. Or, uh, Sheffield United and Villa saying, you know, we could have gone on a tear. What, what, you know, gives you the right to stop the season before we could mm. potentially have got ourselves out of a relegation zone? Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it, the problem is the situation that we found ourselves globally is, is just a, such a tough one. And it, it's, impeded every sort of aspect of life that we, yeah. we know. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, I think we've just got to be lucky that we're able to see, watch football again, regardless of if it's in front of 30,000 fans or if it's uh, feeling like a sort of pre-season friendly. Um, yeah. Be glad that we're able to sort of be, be talking about it again. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I don't know what your views are on this, um, but... I did watch the Bundesliga when it when it started up, and I was really looking forward to it. I, I put yeah. it on the telly, and I just could not get into the game whatsoever. Yeah. It just felt to me like it was a friendly match. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are going to feel like that. Um, I watched highlights, um, or I've seen a, a highlight of a really well worked Brentford goal against Arsenal. They had a, a friendly yeah. last week, and it it does. It just feels like you're on a training pitch. Mm. And I suppose, uh, I suppose for those clubs that they're used to having sort of twenty five, thirty thousand people mm. at their stadium, it's going to be a, it may be a difficult thing to adjust. It may not. You don't know. I suppose less abuse makes it a lot more relaxed for you to play. But yeah, yeah. I mean there was talks with my club Leicester um, yeah. doing a cardboard cutouts of your face in the stadium. Um, yeah. They said they wanted twenty pound for a cardboard cutout to go on a seat for the players to yeah. uh, feel like there's someone there. Um, but there is yeah. a good charity cause as well because three, I think it was three pound or ten pound of it went to the Vishai Charity Fund, um, oh, brilliant. which yeah, is a great yeah. cause. Yeah, so yeah, some yeah, clubs yeah. are actually yeah. thinking outside the box and making some money out of it for a great cause as well as letting the yeah. fans have I a bit know. of a laugh. From what I'd, I'd seen, a couple of guys that I follow on Twitter that are involved in South London Press, um, yeah. they're a sort of newspaper that deal with Mill yeah. and Charlton yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, they were talking, or there were there were rumours that Mill would be looking at uploading the ground atmosphere all right. through the PA oh. system. Mm. So, you know, you could have, instead of having instead of seeing people there, you'd be able to hear, you know, the Mill, Millwall Monk chant or no one likes us or you, <laughs> you get that sort of rapport between home and away thing. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that'd be a really interesting idea. Um, that would be, wouldn't uh, be a bad, wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, it might help some players. It might do, 
but then you, you again, it's it, it's all sort of hearsay at this moment until we start yeah. watching the games from Wednesday onwards. Um, what I love for the fact is that BBC have managed to get some of the games in as well. Yeah. You know, I think it's good for people that, that don't aren't able to have Sky or Amazon Prime when they were having when they were showing the football, BT Sport. You know, to have BBC showing the football again, it feels very sort of yeah, it's nice old school style. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, it, everyone likes to watch a bit of sport, I mean, especially at this sort of time. So, like you say, to have it free, a charge on the BBC is a yeah. it's a wonderful gesture. Yeah, it's good, good little thing. I mean, the thing what might might make a few people laugh going on about um, noises in the in the stadiums and cardboard cutouts. Um, I seen the other day. I think it was Australian League. Obviously, they're still playing behind closed doors as well, and um, they had uh, cuddly toys as their fans. Yeah, <laughs> so you had, I, I you had SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a Korean baseball game. Was it, it a baseball? Was, was it? Yeah, it was a baseball. But there's been some really controversial ones. I think there was a uh, an NRL rugby league um, match in Australia or New Zealand down during when New Zealand before New Zealand came out of their lockdown. Yeah, um, yeah. they had a, a cardboard cut out of Dominic Cummings and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> uh, we can obviously see that people were being uh, sort of productive while the, uh, the uh, lockdown was going on. So yeah, I, I think clubs will come up with some form of idea for each mm. uh, specifically for them on how they deal with things um, it's just it's just an interesting to see what they do I mean moving on to um, another aspect of this lockdown with regards to football is obviously people of season ticket holders I mm. mean what's what's the what's going to happen now to them season ticket holders regards to the tickets they've got and they can't go oh, to I don't know about other clubs in the championship. Um, my dad's a season ticket holder at Millwall. Yeah. And what they've done is they've said you can watch the Millwall games on their iFollow service. Okay. What that is, is a streaming service that the club use. You yeah. pay £10 to watch the match. Um, but with season ticket holders, you don't have to pay the match fee. And that's not too bad. Um, so what, what apparently will... What, what my dad was saying yesterday was that they're going to send him a link before Saturday's game. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they've said that if you log on an hour before the game, any issues, me, any issues that, that sort of crop up because of logging in yeah. can be dealt with. Um, so I, I, I'd like to think that maybe other teams in and around the leagues will do that. Yeah, that would be nice. I have heard some clubs that have offered to refund the season tickets. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure which ones they are. Um, I mean, bouncing on yeah. to my club, Jacko Leicester, I mean, um, regards to their season ticket holders, they're doing, you can have a refund of the games what's left. You can yeah. also take it off your next year's season ticket bill. Or oh, wow. the third one was... If you do not want a refund or you don't want to knock it off next year's bill, they will donate that money again to the Vishar Charity Fund, oh, um, which I do yeah. know um, Sam Bailey, the winner of X Factor, big Leicester fan, she's donated her money to the Vishar Fund. Oh, 
good. So that's another option. What the Leicester have done, I mean, I think quite a few what I've seen have donated to Vishoy. I, I think they're going to have to. Um, I, I think either if they do have a streaming service for their game, you offer yeah. a discount. Mm. I, I think they have to. They have to take the hit. And they have to offer um, a refund yeah. for any games left to play. Because it's, it's, it's obviously unfair on the club because they're losing out on, on money financially. But it's unfair on the fans because there's not a lot that they can do about it when it comes to, to wanting to watch their team. So, yeah, I've, I've got... Uh, I'd like to think that they would do the right thing and refund anything. Yeah, I think that's that would be the same. I, I say the same to be fair. I mean, the only thing I think it's a bit more difficult for um, the championship, really. I mean, the lads who have got season tickets, the ladies who have got season tickets at Prem games, you're guaranteed mm. to see your team on that telly, whether that's being BBC, yeah, yeah. BT, or Sky. I don't yeah. think that are they showing any. Championship games yeah, on the telly. They've, they've got they've got championship games on there. Um, Millwall's game against Swansea is on telly. All right. Uh, Millwall's game against Barnsley, I think, is on telly as well. So that there are they are playing, planning to show. Mm. I think it was. Um, I, I might be fucking a number out of my head here. I may be I may be wrong, but they are looking at about a hundred championship games. Oh right, decent. To show, um, I know they've got a couple on Sunday. Yeah, um, I think they've got one on Saturday. Yeah, Mills game on the third has been moved to the third of July, right. which is a Friday. That's on telly. So, so yeah, so I, I think it's a lot easier to show. I think it's a lot easier for Sky to show just two divisions worth of football. Now it's time for Greenie and Jacko's midweek fixtures and predictions. Welcome back to After Extra Time. So now let's move on to Wednesday night, Jacko. Villa, Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield United, yeah. sorry. Um, that's a pretty big one for Villa, isn't it? Um, sure is. I mean, I think they've, they've been bolstered with the fact that McGinn's back in now after his, his injury. Yeah. Um, I I don't know, because it, it's going to be interesting to see how teams who aren't fighting for anything, mm. how they're going to come out and play. Yeah. Um, although saying that, looking at the table, Sheffield United are only two points off the Europa League spot. Yeah, so they're after that. Um, it, it's one of those sort of six-pointers, isn't it? Yeah. Villa need it for the win to a win to sort of look at pushing them out of the relegation zone. Sheffield United, a win for them, puts them into Europe into Europe spot. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, what do you reckon? What are you going with? Um I'd have to go I'm going to go Villa, you know, at home. Villa at yeah. home, home win with Villa. Um I mean what do you fancy on that one? I don't know because I've got the the Bundesliga and uh, how away teams are doing yeah. in the league now yeah. due to obviously they're closed behind closed doors. Mm. So I, I sort of I fancy Sheffield United. Yeah, but I could see a, a lot of me as I normally do, which is sit on the fence. A lot of me is thinking that a couple of these could be draws. Yeah, you, you teams are going to going to start slowly sort of try and get back into it. Well, let's. Bit of um, Villas and Sheffield United stats. I mean, Villas last five games have 
won one and lost four. With Sheffield United, yeah. have won three, drew one, lost one. Yeah. So I mean, but the question, so... the question, the thing is, I'm I'm going to sort of discard the form table because mm. we've had this break. Yeah. Is is that form from uh, from that part of the season? Has mm. that now finished? Yeah. And if it is, can those teams that were on good runs before it, the, the lockdown? Mm. Will they be able to pick that back up? And I, I think for fucking, uh, I think for for a couple of games, yeah, I don't think that form's going to be there. No, that's I, true. I think you look at the bigger teams, the likes of Liverpool, City. Yeah, um, I, I think they could sort of pick up the momentum easier. Yeah, because they may treat it as a sort of ten-game mini-season. I, I agree. Yeah, may not have that opportunity, or may not have the. Mm. Mentality, that's the right way to, to sort of yeah, get yeah. going that quickly. It'd be um, really interesting. Yeah, I think if I was to look at it on the, the form side of it, I probably would fancy Sheffield United. Yeah. And I probably would stick with that, even though, even with the, the, the way Brunners League has shown that away clubs are doing better now. Yeah, I mean, that's early on in the season, um, you've got. Uh, let me go back to their forms again. They played to each other seven times, with Villa winning just two, Sheffield United yeah. winning three, and the last result goes back to um, December, and they yeah. won. Uh, Sheffield United won two 0 at the home. Yeah. So, uh, to be fair, Sheffield United are a very, very good side. We, we, um, I managed to get a ticket for the FA Cup game. Yeah. And even with a, a second eleven out, they Chris Wilder's got a really good setup there and yeah. how they play football. And and the fact that they've got uh, Chris Basham, who is a six foot three centre back running as quick as half the fullbacks I've seen mm. for a while as a centre back gives them a really good option to help with the wing backs pushing forward. Yeah. Um so uh, yeah, I yeah, I have to look at Sheffield United. Just picking uh, up on Sheffield United quickly before we move on to the next fixture. I mean, if Sheffield United do carry on the form they have been showing and they do sneak yeah. into that Europa League spot, how mm. do you reckon that will fare on their season next year with regards to, obviously, their aim again? Yeah, because they've got the qualifiers, haven't they? They've got the qualifiers. I mean, that must take a big pressure on a team to stay in the league and to perform in well, that sort I, of Well, I think you might have to take a look at Burnley. And yeah. sort of look at it that way. Um, I, you know, of club sizes, I don't. I'd probably say Sheffield United is the bigger club out of the two. Yeah. But Burnley had that sort of hangover spell when they were having to play Europe early. Yeah. When it hit the Premier League, mm-hmm. as soon as they sort of finished their Europa sort of uh, adventure, they sort of started playing better football. Yeah, I think it comes down to the squad size as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think Wilder's been really good with the people that he's brought in. Mm. So I, I think they probably would do okay. Mm. And I think the way they play football will surprise a lot of European teams. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I think if they were to get into Europe, I think they'd do all right. I, I'd certainly see them getting into the sort of latter of the um, the the qualifiers and almost on the brink of at least um, yeah. the, uh, the, the league. The Europa League table itself. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, if anyone, 
if anyone is interested in that game, that is Wednesday the 17th of June, kick-off at 6pm. Um, let's talk a bit now. Let's move on and talk a bit about the, a big game, I feel. 8.15 kick-off regards to Man City v Arsenal. Yeah. Now, that's a toughie, yeah. Alex. Um, <laughs> I... The return of... Um, Mikel Arteta. Mikel Arteta, uh, correct. That's who uh, had. Yeah. Um, Man City have got a game in hand. Yeah. And they are 25 points behind... Liverpool. Yeah. They need to get a win at Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, so they need to get a win out of, straight out of the gate. They need to put pressure on Liverpool. I can't see them making up the points difference. No. If I'm being brutally honest. But they need to set out a stall and say, we, we don't think this season's over. Mm. I think it would be quite easy for them to sort of look at going, well, we'll focus on finishing second. Mm. Liverpool will have the title and then we go again next season. That's what I was going to ask then, uh, Jacko. I mean, do you feel they think they're in they're in their own little title race with Leicester? Obviously, Leicester on 53 points, Man City on 57. Yeah. Is it a race for that second spot? Or do you think that's cemented oh, already wow. with City? Well, Man City. Um, I don't know. Oh, I, don't, I really don't know. Um, I mean, let's have a look at the fixtures. They've got Chelsea... Burn, oh, they've got Burnley at home, Chelsea mm. away, Newcastle away, Liverpool at home, Southampton away, Newcastle at home, mm. Brighton away. Yeah, see, I, by the looks, yeah, I, I think the, the Liverpool game is going to be key. Yeah. Um, I, I could see, although Liverpool, I think, would have probably won it by then. Mm. But I, I think that that game up to that point I think may decide who gets second I yeah. think if Leicester can match the results that Man City are getting mm. I, I think it probably will go down to the wire but then saying that if Manchester City do win their game in hand yeah. that then gives them a seven point gap over Leicester yeah. if they sort of match each as results so I, I think a yeah, maybe sort of two or three wins, and I think that sort of guaranteed them second. Yeah, I mean, there's still um, there's still it, stuff it, there for Arsenal. I mean, they're on forty points, mate, and uh, they're only three points off Wolves are in the Europa League spot. Yeah, I can't, I can't really see Arsenal getting there. Mm. I don't think that. I don't think so. I think Arteta's had too much work to do. Um, Do you reckon he'll come out with the same tactics, Arteta, as what Guardiola plays at City? Um, Do you reckon he'll match your match match for match? I'm not quite oh. sure because I've not seen a lot of Arsenal under Arteta mm. to sort of say will he will he focus on what Guardiola's done. Mm. I think he'll probably look at how Guardiola's worked it at Man City, but then you can't. Has he got the players to be able to copy that? Mm, if they were it. to look at copying that system, good point. But, then, but yeah, I'm, I think I think Arsenal, if they work hard, yeah, they could get a Europa. They could sort of chase the pack and get the Europa, last Europa League spot. Yeah, and just looking at this, I've realised that these two games on Wednesday are the games in hand. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I think Sheffield United, if they win that, they then sort of bump Arsenal down and Arsenal then got a look at winning that game yeah. to sort of try and close the gap. Um, 
I mean, they've got good form so, coming into it. I mean, Arsenal haven't lost in the last five games. Yeah. Um, but again, this is what I mean. It's, it's, I don't think we can sort of look at the form table mm. as, a, as a way of looking at how these results are going to pan out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I the last time these met each other um, in December, they, it was 3-0 City away. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great, great example, really, of this game we're on yeah, about. I'd, I'd have to back Man City. I yeah, really would. I think I will. Uh, I, I can't see it, especially at the Etihad. had. Um, although with the jokes about fans not turning up to Man City games, it's sort of a joke of will they notice if they're there or not. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd have to back Man City in that. I really would. Yeah, I would. I mean, if there's any Arsenal fans on, I'd like to hear what they think of it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to get their, their views of what they think, what, what they're hoping for next season with Arteta. And obviously, the money yeah. they've spent on Pepe, um, are they, you know, are they wanting to get rid of Louise quickly and sort of not renew his contract and then sort of try and bring in a centre-back to replace him? Um, yeah, so let us know yeah, your thoughts and get in, and get in touch with yeah. us on, on the email. Definitely. Um, and we'd love to hear and talk about Arsenal at some later stage. Um, let's move on to Friday, Jacko. We've yeah. got some fixtures on Friday. Again, 6pm kickoff is another big game, I feel, is Norwich at home to Southampton. Yeah. Massive game for the Canaries. Bottom of the um, table. It is. But I just think unless they sort of Unless they they sort of start off how they did at the beginning of the season, yeah, when sort of Pookie was on fire, yeah, after bagging all those goals in the championship, um, I think that's going to be really tough for them, and I could see Southampton winning that. Um, yeah, I mean yeah, Norwich, I, Norwich are, 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 are well in free fall. I think. I mean, they let's have a look. They're already six points behind. Yeah, they're six uh, points behind. To get West out, Watford and Bournemouth. Yeah, um, that's why I think if if Villa win that game, I think that's yeah, a, a it's real a big gap. Sort of, I think that's a real nail in the coffin for Norwich. Yeah, um, mm. I think if if Villa go into that game in hand and don't beat Sheffield United, I, I think that means that Norwich have got a thought of well, we may have a chance of catching them. Yeah, but then obviously you've got to catch the three above you. Um, I mean Norwich at home though. I mean. Obviously, the fans are not there this time, but they do show good football at home. I mean, if you look back at their fixtures at home, their last five, Norwich beat Leicester 1-0. They only lost 1-0 to Liverpool. They beat Bournemouth and they drew to Spurs 2-2 and they drew to Palace 1-0. So, they bit, beat some good teams and drew. Yeah, they, they have Yeah, they have got results against teams around them. Mm. Um, but again, are they going to come out of the blocks firing? Yeah, well, they're going to have to. <laughs> yeah, but it's all well and good saying they, they're going to have to. But can you physically get that momentum going? Yeah. Are they? As I said before, are these are these some of these managers going to treat this as a ten game mini season, nine game mm. mini season, and go? We have to get fifteen, sixteen points out of these games. Yeah, and we can sort of see see that as a job well done. Mm. Um, I just. I mean, do you think it's in Norwich's favour that Southampton are safe with nothing to play for? Um, well, I don't 
think so, not just yet. There's only seven points between them and Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, I think if there was, I think if this gap had come in when a sort of couple more games had been played, say, say, sort of 32, 33 games had been played in the season, yeah. I think, yeah, they may have done, especially mm. if the points gap was the same. Yeah. Um, I think Southampton will probably want sort of two or three wins out of their last nine um, mm. to sort of try and get closer to that 40 point mark. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think you'd need that many points to stay up this season. I, I think you're probably okay with maybe what Everton have got at 37 points. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Southampton, it's a key game for both sides. I think Southampton win it. Yeah. They're going to think they're safe from then on. Norwich have to win it to close the gap between uh, them and West Ham, Watford, Bournemouth and Villa. So your prediction for that game is... is um, I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm um, going to go... I'm going to go Norwich. I Norwich home with, win. I, I think I'm going to go with a draw. Uh, there we go. I, I keep harping on about it, but the, the stats from the away games in the Bundesliga show that away teams are getting more points. Yeah. Unless, as I said before, you're the likes of the Liverpools and the Man City. I, I think these games could go either way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I might go, I might sit on the fence as I normally do and just Four draw. draw. Yeah. Um, right, let's move on to an 8.15 kick-off Friday night. This is one I've been looking forward to is Spurs at oh, home nice. to Man United. Yeah. Now, that's right, going to be a game. Jose versus Manu for the Jose yeah. Mourinho derby. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to be a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, both teams yeah. got stuff to play well, for. The question is, is Kane back? Well, apparently. Because obviously, when he, when he got out injured, mm. obviously it was a case of, is he going to be fit for the Euros? Mm. Now, with the Euros not taking place... Mm. Is he is he going to be back? And then obviously the next question is, how are they going to do without Ali? Because he's obviously suspended. Yeah, and and they've got no son. Because um, oh no, they may have some. I think Son might be back now. Yes, no, he is back. Sorry, I didn't realize. Yeah. His, um, I mean, Delhi Ali is out. You're right with Delhi. He got he didn't get much banned for saying something about the coronavirus. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. So they could struggle without Delhi. He's been a quite a big influence. With, Jose in charge. He is. Uh, I think. I think Son's going to be. Um, I, th- I think with Son being back, mm. I, 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 I can see it not being a bigger issue with Ali being out than if Son hadn't been there. Yeah. I mean, you've still got Luca Mora to come in, haven't you? Yeah, and you've got um, uh, the chap they brought in from PSV. Yeah, is it that Berg 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 yeah. yeah. So they've got Bergwijn as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one. Though I still feel United are strong. Yeah, they are. Um, you may have Paul Pogba back. Yeah, there's talks of it. Yeah, um, you've obviously got uh, Rashford, Igalo. Bruno Fernandes, who, to be fair, off, off what I've seen, I, I think he's a very good player. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think... <laughs> I think I, I think Manu may just nick it mm. by the odd goal. Mm. I, I think you'd probably look at a 1-0 or a 2-1 to Man United. 
Yeah, I mean, the last meeting ended up in a 2-1 victory for Spurs. Um, yeah, that was at Old Trafford, wasn't it? At Old Trafford, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, with that really cracking goal from Deli Alley. Yeah. Flicks it over and then volleys it. Decent goal, um, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw, I'd have to think maybe United. Mm. I think I'd have to agree with you on that, to be fair, with United win. But, I mean, but if Spurs I, I just, win... I think it's going to be a tight game. Yeah. And I think the odd goal will decide it. So mm. I, I, I don't, I don't make United's chances that highly, but mm. I think they may have just enough to see him over the line. I mean, if Spurs do win, it, it it's game on because that would budge Spurs up if they win to forty four points, yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. it's wide open then because you got United yeah. on forty five. It's I think it's wide open. Well, well I think I, I think if, if Spurs do get that win, then they could possibly think of sniffing out that last Champions League spot. Yeah. Because then they're only four points behind Chelsea. Yeah, and Chelsea correct. have got have got Man City to go. In. Yeah, yeah. Um, or from what I've seen, they've, they've got Man City in there. So, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game. I mm. still reckon United by the goal. Yeah, I, I mean, they haven't conceded the in the last two. I mean, United have put in, uh, let me have a look, eight goals and not conceded any in the last two. Yeah. So, they're on a, they, again, I know we're not going they, off they, four. They were but, on a tear, yeah. But yeah. Again, as I said before, can you take that form after this break? Mm. Is it a case of restart? I mean, while we're talking about United, I mean, what what do you make of um, Ollie in charge? Would you say he's the right fit or not? I don't know. Mm. Um, when you've had sort of legends from the club manage, you have sort of had hit and miss. Situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Ollie's a good manager, mm. but I just think I, I don't know. I, I think there's something about the whole situation with United that I don't mm. think it's the right sort of thing for him. Mm. I mean, he, he did well when he first came in. Yeah. On the, the temporary basis till the end of the season. Mm. So they had that great night in Paris. Yeah. Champions League. Um, but. I don't know. I just I don't think he's a good manager, and I think he probably would get another job yeah. in the Premier League. I just don't think he's a top six manager. So would you be edging towards Pochettino if uh, uh, well, that's the talk? Uh, I think it? I think if if I think if Man United were to look for a manager, I think Poch would be a really really good good acquisition yeah. for the club. Um, well, I mean, he proved it with Spurs taking them to the Champions League final. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Poch did a really good job at Southampton. Um, mm. he's, he did a really good job at Spurs, but the, the problem with Spurs was that they'd obviously had the transition from White Hot Lane to the, the new stadium, so they had the, the hoodoo yeah. at Wembley as well. Um, yeah. I don't think he was given as much financial support as he probably would have needed. Yeah. Um, but then obviously, we, everyone knows what leave as well for the Money and spares, and, and, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, unless it's going to be a good investment, are they going to fork out the money? I think. I mean, do you feel Jose will bring the same amount of um, what do I, how do I put it? The same amount of what's the word I'm after success than what Poch brought? I don't think he will. Um, I, I think maybe he's sort of 
waning a bit. I just yeah. think the special one's not so special anymore. Mm. Um, it's been worked out. I don't think that. I think, in my opinion, I think player power has more say in it than than what he did when he had his first spell at, at Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Um, I think you had he's had to deal with the likes of Hazard and Costa and mm. Pogba at United. I just maybe if there is not as much of that at Spurs, he mm. may do okay. But then it's who. Is he going yeah. to get a say on who he wants to bring in? And will Levy allow that? Or will Levy say, we can't give you this option, but we'll give you the next option? Yeah, that's yeah, totally true. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, think, difficult one. I think... Yeah, I think... Who... I was going to say, bottom line, are you going for a Spurs win or a United win? Or are we going for a draw? No, I, I, as I said, um, United by the odd goal. United, and I think I'll agree with that. I'll go with United win. Again, if there's any Spurs fans or United fans out there, let's hear from you. Regards to managers with Poch and um, Jose, let us know what you think. Contact us on email at um, after extra time at uh, 2020 at gmail.com. Right, let's move on. I'll filter out Who's all the Who's the next fixture, Jacko? The first one. <laughs> Well, who have we got coming on? We've got on the Saturday at uh, half past 12, yeah. your boys against Watford yeah. at Vicarage Road. Well, beautiful. Wonderful. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's going to be one of them games, Nigel Pearson yeah. against his old club. And obviously, I think there's there's been a little bit of a rivalry since that um, last day penalty from Deeney, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Watford. Are, so, what you... uh, I'll think of it, mate. It's, I think it's come at the wrong time for Leicester. I think playing a team like Watford, uh, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon Watford will be all out for it, mate. To be honest, I mean, what are they? They're just outside the bottom three. I mean, Pearson's yeah, done a fantastic. Out of the bottom three on goal difference. Yeah, but you got to look at what Pearson's done right. to him, mate. Since he's joined, it's incredible. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I wouldn't like to edge a bet on it. I mean, <laughs> I've got to stick by my foxes. Um, yeah. I think it will be a lot harder than what some Leicester fans think it will be. I think yeah. some fans just think it's Watford. Um, How do you think Rogers has done it at Leicester? Uh, not, yeah, not too bad. I mean, is he winning me over? Possibly. Is he the right man for the job? Has he proved it enough for me? Celtic is a different kettle of fish in my eyes. I mean, SPL, Celtic, it's a different kettle. I mean, Liverpool, he done well. Um, I'd probably take him, to be fair. I mean, yeah. he's good at bringing youth through and that's what we've got coming through. Likes of Madison, Chilwell, so Damari Gray, just to name a few. Yeah. Um, but is it the place we want to go to now, down to Vicarage Road? And go through the mill. I mean, they're good side at home. I feel. Yeah, I, I, I'd have to back the foxes. I think. Mm. Um, I, I rate Rogers quite highly. Mm. Um, I think he's he's had, he's done a good job wherever he's gone. Yeah. I mean, yes, as you can say, Celtic's a different kettle of fish because mm. 
with all the stuff that Rangers have had to go through, he's basically been sold since never again. Yeah. Um, I, I felt, I felt, I felt he was unlucky at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I, I think you know, had the Palace result gone a different way, we would be talking about something completely different here. Mm. Obviously, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, I, I seriously think he's probably going to do as well as Ranieri did. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I think if he if he gets to Champions League football, you you can't complain, can you? No, yeah. no, no, definitely not. Because um, that's where that's where everyone wants to be now. So yeah, yeah, I think he's a good uh, and the way he conducts himself or the way. The way I've heard him speak about how he does things at Leicester, mm. I, I like that as a tactical sort of coach. Yeah, because he's 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 reworked how to use Vardy. Yeah, definitely. He's I agree reworked with that. Yeah. how to use Vardy, mm. and then he's had the likes of Chilwell turn up, Barnes turn up. I, I'm a big fan of Harvey Barnes. Mm. He's a really really good player. Um, obviously, Madison. Jose um, Perez has done surprisingly well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I totally agree. Playing out of position, but he's doing a heck of a yeah. job there. Yeah, and then obviously you've got Ndidi and Tielemans in the middle. Yeah, I mean, but how many yeah. of them can how many of them can Leicester keep? Well, I, I think if you finish where you finish, I think all of them. Mm. Um, obviously, the rumours are there that Chelsea could be looking at Chilwell. Yeah, which I I think would be a great sign for Chelsea. I really do. Um, yeah. So, I, I think if you can keep hold of Chilwell mm. and finish above Chelsea, I think you might have Chilwell for another season. Uh, but the latest talk on that is Chilwell going Chelsea and we're meant to be getting Tierney from Arsenal. See, because because of Tierney's injuries at Arsenal, I've not seen much of him. No, I... I've heard he's quick. I've heard he's quick. Mm. And that would probably help in your sort of... in, in sort of Leicester style. Uh, yeah, I, said, I mean, I've not seen a lot of Chelsea, uh, Tierney or Arsenal. I mean, um, uh, Rogers has had a lot, um, done a lot of work with Tierney, and he when he was manager yeah, at Celtic, yeah. so yeah, I think yeah. he would know, even with injury, how well he can play and how suited he is for yeah. that role. Um, is, can they keep him fit enough to play? That's the question. Yeah, well, that yeah, that is true. I mean, my only worry is um, Wilfred Ndidi. Mm. Will he leave the club? I mean, there's speculation again, him going to a big club. Yeah, I mean, and hang. again, it's one of those where I think if you were in the Champions League, I don't think he would. Not no. for that season anyway. I think you'd yeah. get another season out of him. Yeah. I mean, do you feel now Leicester are, are, are classed as a big four team? Or... No, I don't. I see them as, as an opportunist team at the moment mm. because of what's going on with United and Spurs and Arsenal. Yeah. It does leave that gap. Um, yeah. I think they're in the chasing pack behind those six teams with Wolves. Mm. Yeah. I seriously yeah. think Wolves are a crack inside. Mm. And I think they could break the top six mould if given a little bit more time. Mm. Um and, and obviously, if they can add to the, the quality of players that they've got, such as Neves, Moutinho, uh, Jimenez, Jota, yeah. um the wing-backs as well, um, mm. Johnny and... I can't think he's on the right. The Irish lad. 
Um, not that doctor, is it? Yes, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think Wolves have got a really, really good, uh, solid side. So I think they yeah. could potentially break it. Um, but I think if United, Spurs, Arsenal have seasons like this for their struggle, I could see Leicester and Wolves being in there again next season. So do you feel uh, Rogers, as Rogers is at the club at the minute, do you feel he's got a, a win some kind of cupware to bring players in? Um, I wouldn't say so. I mean, yeah, obviously everyone wants to win a cup and everyone wants silverware. But yeah. Um, I think you could potentially have having wanting to look at the likes of the FA Cup to get yeah. a bit of silverware. Yeah, we're still um, in it. Quarter-finalists. Yeah, so... But then I, I think, me personally, I, I love the FA Cup. I love yeah. the history of the FA Cup. I think every every team mm. should take that as seriously as humanly possible. Yeah. I really do. It's a good way to get to Europe, that. isn't it? It is a good way, but it, it, it's the history of the Cup that I love. Um, mm. It's the giant killings, it's the finals, it's you know, yeah. Wimbledon in 88. You know, we, we've, as a Millwall fan, we've had our own history in that as well. Mm. Um, so... <clears throat> yeah, I I really would love to see all the teams sort of go full gung ho mm. you know, trying to get an FA Cup. Game. Yeah, um, but I think yeah, as you say, they're in the quarterfinals. I think there's a good chance for them to get a bit of silverware this year. I yeah. don't think it, uh, it would be a disadvantage to him looking at trying to bring players in mm. on the back of an FA Cup win and Champions League football. Yeah. Um, but obviously, there's, there's still actually quite a bit of football to play left before we get to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, um, um, but, I mean go yeah, on. so going back to my prediction, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I'd favour Leicester. Yeah, I think I'm going to edge towards Leicester as well. I mean, let me just catch up quickly on a bit of Watford. Um, let's just look at their home form. It's incredible. Watford 3 0 win against Liverpool. Uh, they lost three two to Everton, drew nil nil with Spurs, and beat Wolves two one. Yeah, so it's incredible form. It's I mean, not a, it's, it's a not bad run of form. Don't get mm. me wrong, but I, I, I just yeah, I, I think Leicester are the better side. Yeah, I, I think um, if they have the performance that they had against Liverpool, mm. I think it'd be a really really good game. Yeah, but I can't see it. I can't see that being replicated. So I would still back a little bit. I feel there will be goals. I mean, on average, between Watford and Leicester, we average 3.29 goals a game. Mm. Again, so I yeah. think it'll be a, some goals in the game. If I, if it weren't against Leicester, Watford, I'd back Watford because of Nigel. Yeah. Because uh, I, I rate yeah, him yeah. as a manager and, and uh, Shakespeare, what's there with him as a, as a number yeah. two. But yeah, I'm going to edge towards Leicester on that one. Right, who we got um, for the next, next one? We've got uh, three o'clock. We've got Brighton at home to Arsenal. Oh, okay. Um, Easy one for me to predict. I reckon Arsenal straightforward win. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to back Arsenal. Will um, they not be? Then again, would you say Arsenal? Would they be match fixer playing earlier in the week? I think with the subs that the options that they've got now, I think that will help them. Yeah. Um, I think because they will have had that extra game, yeah, all right, their legs may look a bit tired, but mm. they will have had that one match more than Brighton would have. Yeah. So uh, I think they 
they might get up to speed a bit quicker. Um, I agree. You know, if you looked at the form table before before the break, they've drawn four out of their last five. Yeah, yeah. You could potentially look at seeing as a draw, but I I think Arsenal have got the attacking firepower if it's yeah. on soccer, um that I think would put put a win past Brighton. I really do. Yeah, I think it'll be comfortable. I wouldn't want to put a scoreline, but I think it'll be comfortable. No, I, I think Arsenal would win. Yeah. So, at half past five, we've got West Ham at home to Wolverhampton. I know you just spoke a bit about Wolves and their players. What do you make of that game? Yeah. Well, I, I, it's, it's heart and head thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Wolves win it. <laughs> any, mm. any, any chance of having West Ham in the Championship <laughs> next season? Go down to the game, would be amazing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, in all honesty, I'd probably look at Wolves. Mm. It's uh, a must-win game though for West Ham, mate. I mean, yeah, twenty-seven yeah, points, yeah, goal yeah, difference definitely. keeping it's, them out. All the games down there, all, all the teams that are playing down there have got to get wins and got yeah. to get them early. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the, you know, the, the, the later they get those wins, the yeah. less games yeah. you're going to have. Yeah. Um, but I just think. Wolves are on the cusp of getting into Europe again. Yeah, you know they could potentially, uh, if if Spurs, you know if Spurs beat United, I think yeah. they've got a really good chance. They've obviously got a really good chance of going above them. Yeah, um, I agree. I just, I just have to. I don't think West Ham and the London Stadium have got on well together, and I just think, even mm. though the fans aren't there anymore, I just think. Yeah. I mean, while you're on to West Ham, let's touch on a bit about um, David Moyes in charge. I mean, what do you make of that? I, I like him. He's a good manager. I, I think he's been harshly done by since his United days. Yeah. Um, it's the problem is with 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 those, these these working and London clubs, the mm. likes of um, West Ham, Millwall, Palace, Charlton. Your You've got to you've you've got to get the fans on your side early. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, Has he done that? I mean, he's only had one win in the last five. Yeah, I just I don't know. There's a lot to be done at West Ham. There really, yeah. really is. They they brought in some promising signings. Uh, Alain this season there, uh, Felipe Anderson last season. Yeah. Um, you know, getting Wilshire, I think was a was a was a good. A good but risky signing. Yeah. Um, I think if Wilshire's fit, he's a quality player. Really, yeah, really. it's when he's fit even, is the, is the question, again, isn't it? It's the question of when he's fit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just yeah. looking at their run of form. Um, just the games they've played. I mean, they've lost 1-0 to Arsenal. They've lost 3-2 to uh, to Liverpool. they lost 2-0 to Man City. So, Moise, he has, has a rough start, really. Yeah, yeah of course he has. Yeah, um, it's, it's never nice to have to go into those fixtures early yeah. on at, at the club. Um, but, uh, you know, I can't remember the would, so that well. Would you wait towards Wolves on this then? On this, on this oh, match? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to see Wolves win it. Um, comfortably. Do you think it'd be comfortable? I wouldn't say comfortably. Um, you, you, you can have uncomfortable 2-0s, can't you? Yeah, um, yeah, you can have them, mate. You can have them, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think 
yeah, I, I'd have to fancy Wolves. I don't think mm. it'll be a comfortable win. I, I think West Ham will give them a game, but I, I just I just think Wolves are the better side. Yeah, I have to go with a Wolves win as well. Next game is uh, some forty-five. We've got Bournemouth at home to Palace. That's that's a big game. Yeah, that's a big big game for Bournemouth. Again, with the likes of, of West Ham and Watford playing on the Saturday, yeah. they're going to need to get a result early. Um, yeah, as you as you touched on it earlier, Palace are they safe? Are they are they looking at going on their jolly again? Or are they looking at potentially trying to sort of catch up with the, the guys going for a European place? They're only six points off United. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, they had a sticky start as well, didn't they, Palace? Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, I mean, what do you make of Hodgson at that, at that club? I mean, I, I'm not a fan of uh, Roy whatsoever. Um, he's a better club manager than international manager. Yeah, arguably, yeah. I really do. I think the fact that he got Fulham into Europe and he, he's done so well at Fulham mm. shows that he's a good club manager. Yeah. I, I just, I didn't rate him in, 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 as England's manager. I don't think he did the right no. thing. No, um, I, I agree on that. But what he's done at Palace has been, has Second been really to none good. Um, you know, he, he's managed to, to get Zaha playing well. Mm. Townsend playing well, um, you know he's, he's sort of some big players there at that club, aren't they? Yeah, there are. Um, I, I think the the one sort of sticking point is an out and out goal scorer. They don't seem to have one. You know, mm. you bags a couple of goals every now and then. You have got Ben Teke. He's been off form, hasn't he? Ben Teke's been off form for years. Yeah. Um, so I, I think if if Palace were to get an out and out goal scorer, which is difficult because. A, the money that you would need to get an out and out goal scorer and then to try and win that competition against the bigger teams yeah. in and around them um, is difficult. Mm. I mean... But, yeah, I think he's done a really, really good job there. Um, yeah. And, and the fact that they're still only six points off Europe does mean that they have an outside chance. I don't think they've got a good chance, but they've got mm. an outside. You always get an underdog, mate. So yeah, you've heard it. Yeah, you, you it always first. do. And it's the same... It's the same with the championship and the playoffs. Yeah. You will always get that, that team that has a run sort of about end of December, beginning of January, and they'll go on a tear and they they will get into the playoffs by the end of the season. And then eventually they're the ones that go up. I think Reading did it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, where they sort of come out of nowhere and then go up by the playoffs or even more so go up as, as automatic. Yeah, I, I mean, you could say Palace is safe now. I mean, they normally say the forty-point mark. They're on thirty-nine. Yeah, uh, now, Palace is safe. I, I can't, I can't see them. Yeah, I, I can't see them getting anywhere near. I mean, they're ten points behind. They're ten points ahead of Brighton. Yeah. So I can't see them. No, I can't. I can't, I can't see them. So no. Um, I mean, I'd probably say that's a draw. Yeah, I, I mean, would that as I'd like to go towards Bournemouth because I'm a big fan of um, Eddie Howe. I mean, yeah. I, I'm surprised they're they're struggling. I mean, they're in 18th position, 27 points. Um, I mean, Bournemouth. Oh, I feel they should be up there a bit more. Yeah, I don't think they've had the production out of Fraser that they had last year. Mm. Uh, Fraser was a revelation on that left last year. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, you know, they've obviously had Callum Wilson bagging some goals. I, I don't think Jordan Ibe's done as well as they'd hoped he'd do. Mm. Um, I mean, they had that... Um, is it Brooks? He's Bournemouth. been out injured, isn't he? Yeah, Brooks has been out and, and he was he was good last season. So they've had, you know, they, they may get a couple of results now if those players are back, mm. back fit and they're sort of trying to get themselves a bit of form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just I have a funny feeling that could be a draw. Yeah, I mean I'm going to go for a Bournemouth win on that. Yeah, I mean just for the people who want to know, um, the last meeting they had ended in a two nil win to Crystal Palace. Yeah. So yeah. I think out of vitality. Yeah. I think with the fans there, you'd probably favour a Bournemouth result. Yeah. I, I just yeah I just I can only see that really being. So there we go. If we've got any Palace fans, I'd like to hear as well about Roy Hodgson. So if they want to get in touch, <laughs> please contact I'm gonna, us. I'm going to put up with all these teams in the Premier League. They're all Millwall rivals. <laughs> so now, even now, people send it in even more now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's just touch on a bit about the Championship on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's early kick, two early kickoffs. Twelve thirty. We've got Fulham Brentford. No, that's yeah. that's going to be a good game. That's I mean, going to be a tasty game. Yeah, both up um, there. There's a, there's a Fulham in third, Brentford are in fourth. So it's going to be yeah. a good game. I, I mean, Brentford are four points behind Fulham. <sighs> it's one of those. It's one of those where had their fans be an absolutely cracking game. Yeah. Um, Derby, you know, Derby games are always good. Um, I think if Brentford were to beat Fulham, I, I think that would put Fulham out of the running for the automatic. Yeah. Um, I think they're they're pretty much out there now. Mm. Um, I think Leeds and West Brom are there or thereabouts. Fulham are six points yeah. off West Brom in second. Yeah, and I, I think if Brentford were to win that, it would sort of yeah. solidify Fulham in the playoffs. Um mm. I mean, is their spot is Fulham's um, spot cemented for playoffs? Yeah, I, I would have thought so. Yeah, um, you know they're they're sort of they're eight points ahead of Preston in six, they're nine points ahead of Bristol City, and they're ten points ahead of Millwall and Cardiff. So yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd safely think they are in the playoffs. Um, they'd only need probably a couple more wins to to, to secure that. Yeah, um, I just think if. They, they, it's one of those where I think they have to go go get out on the right foot. Yeah, they can get a result against Brentford. It then puts the pressure on West Brom to come out and get a result because they're mm. only three points behind them. Um, Fulham are a good side. They really yeah. are a good side, um, especially at Craven Cottage, mate, as well. Yeah, again, but it's without the fans. That's yeah. just it. I mean, they've won four the last five one of those, games. Yeah, but I, I feel Craven Cottage is, is one of those stadiums where. The fans play a massive part because yeah. you, you just you know when when you see Graven Cottage packed yeah. the rafters, the fans are on top of you. Yeah, and obviously, as we've seen before, that can rattle players. So yeah, definitely. I, I think I think with some of those, and we, we you know we touched on it earlier in the, in the show. Mm. Those those sort of clubs, I think, will miss that atmosphere, and it can affect it. Yeah, um, and I, I can see Brentford nabbing some. Yeah, um, I, I totally agree. I mean, I've seen Brentford play this year against my team Leicester in the cup. Yeah, um, and they, they were quality. I mean, Leicester come away with a one-nil victory. 
Yeah. And Brentford played absolutely great. Their football was fantastic. Brentford are a good side. Brentford are a very, very good side. And they've yeah. worked out the model of, of how they've, done, they've gone about things. Yeah. It's been a case of they've, they've, bought, in, uh, they've bought in kids um, at a stage where no one's really interested in them. They've trained and worked them hard in the youth system. And then mm. they've managed to sort of get a good couple of years out of them and then mm. sold them for a massive amount and then yeah. built on that. Um, you know, obviously, more pay came out of nowhere last season. And yeah. Obviously, then went to Brighton this summer. Yeah. Um, I think they have missed that a little bit. Mm. I think if they had year, they'd probably be a bit closer to the top two. Yeah. But I they mean, are a very, very good side. How do you feel when they move stadium? Do you reckon they'll be like a West Ham and the Spurs? I hope not. Mm. I, I do hope not. Again, Griffin Park's one of those where. Yeah. Your fans are on you, are on you. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, most of London is a, you know, yeah, they'll yeah. they'll tell you how they feel any day of the week, regardless mm. of what you're doing. So, I think Brentford. I hope it doesn't go the way of West Ham. Yeah, I don't think it will, um, because I, I think the the obviously the difference there is, you know, from what where I understand it, Brentford are only sort of moving a little bit down the road. Yeah. Whereas West Ham have gone into a completely different area of, of, of London. Yeah, it's right, yeah. Um, and they lose their sort of cultural background there. Mm. Um, you know, when when Millwall had their purchase order issues with the Lewisham Council earlier this season, yeah, there was talk that Millwall would have to have to leave the dead and go and play in Kent. <laughs> and you but you lose that. You lose yeah. that sort of culture and community of the club in South London. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, area. it's it's just all of that, mm. all right. of that side of it. Um, oh, I agree. I totally agree. I, I don't think it will be as bad as West Ham. I think it will boost Brentford yeah. a little bit. Um, I think if they get into the Premiership, I think that will help a lot, um, especially going into the new stadium. So yeah, yeah, I I think I think Fulham will win it, but I think it will be a, a sort of three-two. So there we go. That's your prediction to a Fulham win. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to back a Fulham win as well. Um, moving on to the next fixtures. I mean, I'm not going to go through them all with, with uh, Jack because there's that many, but we'll select a few fixtures. I mean, let's touch on the one o'clock kickoff, Millwall against Derby. Yeah. Um... I mean, what's, what do you feel with Wayne Rooney coming down to the den? Oh, I was, I was waiting for this game. I was absolutely waiting for this game. I'd love to see Wayne Rooney play, you know, yeah. 30, 40 feet away from you. Um, mm. I've always rated him. I think he's a brilliant player. I think uh, I think it's been a bit sort of adventurous with how Derby have gone about everything. Yeah. Him into the club. Yeah. Um, I think he's sort of taken to a sort of halfback role where mm. he's sort of just say it's staying that little bit deeper and, and utilising his passing ability to create chances for, for Derby. They've got some good players. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, it was one of those, Millwall were on a really good run of form. Yeah. Um, at the time, I would have backed us. Mm. But again, I just, I don't know, I could, I, I could see it going to Derby. I don't want to. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think Derby may just nick it. Let's just make this clear to who's listening as well. I mean, if you, if Derby do win, they go level on points with Millwall on fifty four, yeah. 
and there's only two points from Millwall to the playoffs. Yeah, so it's so it's interesting. It'll it's open a, it up. It's a really, it's a really, really tight section. You know, there's six points separating Preston in sixth and QPR in thirteenth. Yeah, you know, and there's there's nine games to go. Mm. So it's wide that, open. That is that is going to chop and change every week. It really, really is. Um, I jokingly backed when when Harris went to Cardiff, yeah, and Rowett yeah. went on that tear, and Harris got Cardiff playing or well, playing football where they they were doing well. I'd backed mm. the Millwall Cardiff playoff final. Um, obviously, Millwall and Cardiff are only two points off the playoff, so you know, yeah. I think I think one of them will get. Oh, I think one of them have got a chance to get. Them. Who, think... who would Harris support, though? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the question you'd have to ask for him. Um, yeah, I... I mean, I'm going off your form, you said... Sorry, mate, just saying, going off your form, I mean, yeah. Millwall, last five home games, draw, 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 loss, loss, and going yeah. off Derby's away form is a win, loss, loss, win, loss. So, I mean, about yeah. equal, really. I know they've had a win. Yeah, but... I, I think... A couple of the draws at home were frustrating ones. Mm. Um, we, we we didn't play as well as we should have done. Um, I just I just I seriously think Derby will nick it. I really do. You hope they don't. But I'm, hope, I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I just think if if Wallace can, Wallace is key. Jed Wallace is so yeah. key for Millwall. He really, really is. Um, he's. He is the thing that is, is, is sort of elevated Millwall, and yeah. you know, there's, there's um, as you've done on, on your, your sort of interviews with a couple of the lads that played with Millwall yeah. at the time when when Wallace was there. You know, they've said they've been surprised that he's still there. Mm. I think I think Wallace has an affiliation with Millwall already, mm. but it wouldn't surprise me if a team came in for him. But it'd have to be a big thing. Millwall yeah. aren't a selling club anymore. We've 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 managed to sort of dig ourselves out of that. And, yeah. and I've, I've read it. I've, I've had. I've, I've seen interviews with John Bellston talking about it since he came in. Yeah. They are no longer a selling club. They are a club that wants to go to the Premier League. And with the the rumours of the ground renovation coming in and, and stuff like that, it would take a lot of money to pry Jed Wallace away from Millwall. Yeah, definitely. I don't think Rowett would be stupid enough to get rid of him in the summer. Especially if we just come, if we if we come shy of the playoffs this, this season, he will have to stay with him. I mean, if he you do get rid of him, you've got to find a good replacement. Exactly, you, you've got to try. You've then, you've then got to try and find an equivalent to Jed Wallace. Yeah. And in my opinion, there's not many. I think, I think what lets Wallace down yeah. is his final product. He gets goals, but mm. I, I've seen him a few times at the Den this year where his crossing sort of let him down a little bit. Yeah. And and when you've got Matt Smith in the in the penalty area or, or John Daly, Bob Larson or Tom Bradshaw, who, who are good in the air, mm. that little final ball is what's missing. Um, so, yeah, I I just, I can see Derby missing it. I so, don't want to. But I so, Jacko's going for a Derby County win. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna back a draw on that. Yeah, I fancy a draw. I mean, um, there's some more fixtures. I won't speak about them all, but we've got Blackburn, Bristol predictions on that one. That's gonna be a tough one. I think potentially a draw. 
I think I'd, I'm going to edge towards a Rovers win. Um, yeah. The next game after that, I'll go through the list just so we'll put our predictions in for others. Uh, Huddersfield Town against Wick, uh, Wigan. Last, see, that's, that's a big game at the bottom. It is very big, big isn't big it? Big game at the bottom. Um, Wigan were on a good run of form before the break. So, yeah. if they're going away, I'd probably say Wigan. So, Jacko Edge is Wigan. I'm going to head towards yeah. Huddersfield there. I'll just I'll rate the county brothers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they've done, they've done a job at Huddersfield. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, give them a proper play season play. in charge, mate. I think they'll yeah. be up there. I think they'll be okay, but I just back Wigan at the moment. I hope someone's keeping uh, all these down. <laughs> with well, one we'll of back next week and, and find out what we said. Yeah, that's true. Um, we've got Hull City Charlton Athletic again another big game that's a big game at the bottom that's a massive game for Charlton Um, they've got to get a win to get out of the bottom three and it puts Um, Hull in it Hull were yeah Hull were on the slide um, before the break so yeah it's not looking great for both any of them teams is it no I'd probably again I'd probably sit on the fence and go for a draw Mm. Um, I think I'd edge towards Charlton. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, um, um, looking at their Hall's home form, it's horrendous. I mean, Stoke 5-1, uh, Leeds yeah. 4-0, uh, Swansea 4-4. So, I mean, there's some massive, they're leaking goals left, right and centre. They are leaking goals, but again, it's a case of starting again, isn't it? Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd sort of fancy a draw with that one. So there we go, go draw, and I'm going to edge towards uh, a Charlton win. Charlton, yeah. uh, Luton Tan against Preston, big game for both teams, up the top of the table and the bottom. Because, yeah, Preston are on a dip, or Preston were on a dip. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a win boosts their chances of sort of, especially depending on how Bristol City yeah. get on against Blackburn and we get on against uh, Derby, I, I think that could prove a sort yeah. of big game for Preston to sort of cement a playoff place. Um, yeah. Luton yeah. aren't down yet, no. but time is running out. Um, I mean, they've I got hope results that. go against, uh, well, hope results go their way and they've got a win. Yeah. They'll still be in the relegation, mate. And, and, and as I said to you about the, the teams at the bottom of the Premier League, they've got to get results early. Yeah. They've got to come out of the blocks firing. Um I mean, I'd like to yeah, see this... Luton stay up because um, obviously I'm, I'm friends with Luala who I replace for him. So, yeah, I'd like to see him stay uh, up. I wouldn't because they have a good record against Mill. <laughs> 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 we have a better record against Charlton. I think if if I had the option, I'd have. Uh... <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I mean, like you said, Preston and I've, I've been playing not great. I mean, their last two away games have lost two 0 yeah, yeah. I, I think Preston yeah. need a win to give themselves a boost back. They're, they're, to get, yeah, they can't start getting mm. their confidence back up. Um, I think if they were to win it, depending on how the other results went, I, I think they could look at some. Are you going to edge towards a um, a win for them then? I'll, for Preston. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be a comfortable game. I think it's going to be by a, a scrappy yeah. goal near the end. I think yeah. I'm going to edge towards Luton Town for the win. Again, like you say, yeah. by the odd goal, scrappy game. 
Um, next one we've got is Middlesbrough Swansea. Yeah, see Middlesbrough. Yeah, that's a big game for Middlesbrough. Yeah. You know, they're only two points off the yeah. relegation zone. Swansea are only two point three points mm. off the playoffs. Um, I think before the break, I think Swansea had the best yeah. of home form. Um, is it is it at? It is at the Riverside. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, I think people had high expectations yeah, I, for Middlesbrough with Woodgate in charge, didn't they? They did. They, they did. Yeah, they did massively. And obviously had Robbie yeah. Keane in there as well. I, I think they were expecting a lot this season, especially after what Pumas yeah. has done there um, the last sort of couple mm. of seasons. Um, I'd, I'd have to back Swansea. Yeah. I think, I think I'll back Swansea on that one as well. I think it's a no-brainer. Um, the next is QPR yeah. against Barnsley. Yeah, I mean, is it is it a nothing game? I mean, Barnsley are rock bottom, mate. They need a win. Yeah, but Barnsley are only seven points off the off the off the outside the yeah. relegation zone. Barnsley uh, must win, surely. Again, uh, yeah. Again, it's the same as the Luton situation. They've got a couple yeah. of blocks firing. Um, whether or not they can do it, I don't know. Mm. QPR, you know, Warburton before the break had gotten playing some some good football, getting some good results. Yeah. Gone within the shout of the playoff playoff pack. Um, I mean, just before the break as well. Barnsley been on a good run, mate. I mean, they play they beat Hull away one nil, Fulham away three nil. Yeah, that was a big surprise. Yeah, it was, that wasn't was it? Big, so I mean, again, we go. I know we keep going back to this talking point, but we can't go on form now. It's it's just a, like you said, it's a mini league. It's, it's who's ever gets yeah. out the quickest. I mean, Barnsley have got to get yeah, out. I, I just I think I think QPR have got the better plan. Yeah. That, that ever ever easy is, yeah. is, is special, isn't it? Yeah. What what frustrates me more is that he was released by Millwall. <laughs> we we um, say no more. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah. Good job for that. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I'd have to back people. I think I will. I mean, Barnsley are an up and down side. So I just yeah. don't think they've got enough quality to stay in that league. To be fair. No. Um, next up, we have Reading against Stoke. I mean, again, Stoke have had a poor season. I think any Stoke City... Yeah, and Stoke, Stoke are only a sort of couple of points off the bottom. Yeah, I mean, Michael O'Neill's uh, in there now. The bottom, so. um, yeah, but has he, because of this, has he been able to implement how he wants to do things? Well, like? yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so it's a massive job he's got on I'd his hands, probably, isn't it? I'd probably go for a draw with that. To be honest, I think I'm, I'll I'll go for a draw on that as well. I do, I, I do think that'll be yeah. cagey game. I just feel, yeah. Yeah, I think it will. Um, yeah. Our next fixture is Chef Wednesday against Nottingham Forest. See, that's a big game for Forest. Yeah. Obviously, their last their last result was against us, and when we beat them three one on the prize. yeah. Um, uh, Forest will need to want to. Forest will want to stay with with Fulham and Brentford. Mm. So um, I think that's a must-win for them. Sheffield Wednesday. Are they still in the title race, Jacko? Wednesday. We just uh, not the title race. The, Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, no, the they've, they've, they've yeah. dropped. They've dropped massively down. They're, they're down in fifteenth on forty-eight points. So they couldn't be an underdog um, to sneak in the playoffs. No. I think I think eight points is too much, though. Mm. I really do. You got to look at getting three wins out of nine. Yeah. Over your opponents yeah. above you. Yeah. True. So. 
a third of that, you've got to do better than the opponents. Mm. And I, I just don't see it. I, I don't. I think. I think their form slipped quite a hell of a lot because Gary Monk was playing really good, uh, getting them playing really good yeah, football, weren't they? Been, they? They had a lot of issues in the in, behind the scenes with regards to finances yeah. and fair play and yeah. points deductions and stuff like that. I think that may have sort of taken mm. a bit of a toll on it on Sheffield Wednesday. They're nine yeah. points. They're eight points behind Preston in the playoffs. I think they're going to sort of say we're done for the season. Yeah. Yeah, they might sort of try and get to that fifty-point mark and then call it. But Forest have to win that game. Yeah, so, they have to win, especially with Brentford playing Fulham. Yeah, definitely they have to get a result there. So I'd, I'd back Forest. I think. I, I, I think. I think, Forrest, I think Forest are a good side. Yeah, I, I think when the the break probably would have done them a bit of good with the way that their form was slipping. Mm. Um, same with Preston, to be fair. Mm. So yeah, I'd, I'd back. I'd back Forrest in that game, to be honest. I think I'm going to back a draw Okay. Uh, for that game. Let's move on to the final game of Saturday for the Championship, which comes at the Hawthorns. So we've got West Brom yeah. against Birmingham. Yeah. So a nice derby to start it off. Yeah, nice, nice West Brom's derby. Um, West Brom all day, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I, they've lost five times all season. Mm. Um. They've got one of the best defensive records in the league. Yeah, the the the, the squad that they've got is is just nuts. Yeah. So yeah, even the manager I, as well. I can't see. With Slavan oh, in charge. Yeah. yeah, Slavan. Yeah, he's he's done a good job at West Brom. Mm. Um, I felt I felt Darren Moore was harshly harshly treated at the club. Oh, I do. Very, yeah, I think I think Darren Moore has done a really good job there. Yeah, uh, given the circumstances. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but but Billich, Billich is a quality manager. Yeah, I mean, I'd, um, I'd love to hear from West Brom fans on that, actually, what they make of getting rid of um, Darren Moore and bringing in Slavan. I mean, it, like you said, it, uh, Moore didn't do nothing wrong. I think he was in the playoffs at the time when he did get the sack. Yeah, I, I think it was, it was just the case. Of, I think what they were obviously worried that they were going to start slipping further. Mm. I needed to change it. Yeah. Um, I mean, fair uh, enough. It's worked. Yeah, credit to Billich. He's, he's, it has his work. He's, he's, he's put him up mm. there with Leeds. But yeah, I, I, I can't see anyone but West Brom winning that game. No, I'm going to back West that. Brom. Watch Birmingham win three 0 I'm going to back West Brom. But I mean, just I'm going to touch yeah. on quick with Birmingham. I think I read earlier this week that their manager's now stood down. Yeah, the manager's gone. Yeah, uh, mate, I'm a Birmingham fan. Mm. Um, uh, took the mick out of him, asking who's, who's who's next in the Birmingham manager managerial roundabout. <laughs> obviously, that started. That, oddly enough, it started with Rowett. You know, yes. Rowett has done really well with Birmingham, mm. and then it all just chopped and changed. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who they go for. Um, yeah, we're very interested. Unfortunately, there's no names off the top of my head straight no. away that I can think of to go for Birmingham. So no. that's why I, I just think Birmingham are, are in a bit of free fall. If I had to have a punch think... on it, mate, I'd have to go with Pulis. That's just a major punch in the air. I can't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. No. Um, he probably, he probably would. Mm. He, he would have an option of doing that. Again, I don't think he would think it's the right, right job for him at this time. I was going to say again, yeah, because but uh, Birmingham's a free-folding club with on and off the pitch. Is a manager really going to want to go there? 
Yeah. That's what, um, I mean, it's one of them clubs at the minute, isn't it? It's horrible to see. It used to be a big team in the Prem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, they beat Arsenal in the League Cup. Yeah, it's definitely, um, yeah. I mean, so, at the yeah. start of the season, didn't they have, um, was it Redknapp in charge, Harry? No, that was a couple of seasons oh, ago. was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that was before Monk went. Yes. And then Monk left and um, the guy, I can't think of his name, who was in charge. Mm. Obviously, he was Monk's number two at the point. He took over. Yeah, so it is a, it's a club, What, uh, like you said, it's a roundabout. Yeah, and, and I can feel for Birmingham fans because Millwall mm. were in the boat, in that sort of boat. Yeah. Sort of, Ten years ago before Kenny Jackett came in, we were talking mm. to change your managers every sort of three or four months. Yeah, and it's frustrating yeah. because you can't implement, or you're not given time to implement the changes you need to make. Definitely, as, as a manager. Um, and but if it does, if it if you are given that time and it doesn't work, then you've got every right to go. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think the financial aspect of Birmingham isn't helping either. No, I think they could be. Uh, you, you don't want to say it, but you're worried that they could be a, a sort of form of Portsmouth or Bolton. Yeah, I have to agree on that. I mean, my my mind's already made up. I'm going for a straight home win there. Yeah. A comfortable win. Um, Yeah, let's move on to Sunday's fixtures. Um, I mean, we've got the Championship first at 12 o'clock, which is a massive game. It's your old boy, Neil Harris, Cardiff, against Leeds. I mean, that's yeah. a massive game for both teams it's there. A big game. Um, I'd have to back Leeds. Mm. I would have to back Leeds. Um, although saying that, Harris has had results against Leeds in his time at Millwall. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's just say, I mean, Leeds have won the last I, I, five. I, you'd have to look at Leeds, seeing as they're yeah. top of the table. Um, yeah, they if West Brom get a result against Birmingham on the Saturday, yeah, they then have to get a result against Cardiff because obviously then they're, they're yeah they're, they're drop drop down a place. Mm. But yeah, I'd have to back um, I'd have to back Leeds for that one. Yeah, I'd have to back Leeds. I mean, Cardiff's home record is uh, not the best. I mean, they've drew four out the last five and lost one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, but the, the the squad that Leeds have got is yeah, is not quality. West Brom's squad this season. I, I mean, let me Calvin get your. Phillips, I, I Sorry, really, I'm, I, 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 it's odd because I don't normally get this passionate about Leeds players, but I think Calvin Phillips mm. is an a, an awesome midfield player. He but has I been linked with the move away. He has. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. I, I think mm. he's been by far the best midfielder in the Championship this season. Um, yeah. Leeds have got a really, really good side. And Bielsa, given mm. his faults with Spygate and all that sort of tosh that's, that's gone on, he is a yeah. very, very good manager. Tactically, yeah. he's brilliant. And I'd put him up there, mm. I, in my opinion, I'd put him up there as one of the better ones um, compared to sort of Mourinho when he took over at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I mean, can you see wise, Leeds dropping out the top two? No, I mean last no. year proved no. they they bottled it and dropped out. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. Can it happen again? I think that's what's driving them on. I, yeah. I seriously think that's what's driving them on. I, mm. I think they are too good not to go up this year. I mean, um, Fulham are seven points behind them. Yeah, well, this is what I mean. You, you know, you you look at that game. 
those games this weekend, you've got you've got Bristol, uh, Brentford, Fulham, you've got yeah. West Brom, Birmingham, and you've got Cardiff, Leeds. Yeah. The, the the key game for those three is mm. the the Brentford Fulham game. Yeah. Because that that then, if Fulham don't win that, that gives advantage to Leeds and West Brom. Yeah. They both win their games. That then puts them, that puts Leeds ten points ahead of of um, Fulham, and it puts mm. West Brom nine points yeah. ahead of Fulham. Yeah. So. You know, I think I think that Brentford game is going to be key to how they could see the, the end of this season. I think if Brentford beat Fulham, yeah. I think Leeds and West Brom can start tasting that that automatic promotion spot. Yeah, uh, solidified. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, so, yeah. uh, would you go for a Leeds win on that one? Yeah, oh yeah, I would. As yeah. much as as much as my my heart's saying don't, I, mm. I I have to I have to go with the Leeds win. Yeah, I'd go to Leeds win. I mean, it would help your team over, over the line a bit, wouldn't it? Because it'd give you a bit of a gap if you get a, a victory. If we get a result against Derby, yeah. Um, a mm. lot of those results would help. But again, you've got to take form out of the equation. You've got to look at the squads. And I think yeah. Leeds are by far a better side than Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, Harris, yeah. What Harris has done at Cardiff is, is sort of... Mm. He steadied the ship after Warnock left. Um, you know, there was... They were they were desperate to sort of try and get back into the Premier League this season. I I, I maintain the Championship is one of the best leagues out, uh, outside the top parts in Europe. Yeah, definitely. Really um, and it's so hard to get out of to get into the Premier League. And mm. with how the teams are spending money now, that gap is the the the, the difficulty level of that that league is just yeah. getting harder. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't put a name on it at the start of the season. No, could you? you you can't. And and the thing is, some of the budgets that these teams have, you can't compete. No, no, you totally can't agree. compete. And and so when you look at the likes of of Millwall, who have, have got up on the budget they have, bearing in mind when we came up three years ago, we had mm. the second lowest budget in the championship. Yeah, and it's not changed that much since we've we've been in there. Mm. So, you know. You have to look at the budgets that Leeds and West Brom have got, and they've invested well. They've invested wisely, and mm. they they are right rightfully up at the top of the table. Yeah, I, I totally I, agree with you on I that. Cannot see, I cannot see either of those slipping unless no. something drastic happens. But I, I maintain that I think uh, I think West Brom and Leeds. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, so. Um, that's our roundup for the championship. Let's just move on. We've got three more fixtures to talk about um, in the Premier League. The first game is at two o'clock. Newcastle yeah. start their campaign off against Sheffield United. Um, um, I mean, that's that's I'd a difficult have to game. Look at Sheffield United. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I think Newcastle are going to be a tough opponent. Um, mm. I think I've rated what uh, I've rated what Benitez has done at Newcastle. Yeah. Um I just think that Sheffield United are the better side. Yeah. And the fact that they've spent so much money on Joel Linton and he's not yeah, he's not performed, has he? He's not performed as well. No. Um and, and that Yeah, well I, I think Almiron's been hard done by because he, he he started off playing really, really well. He had mm. that bad injury. And mm. I think it's taken a while for him to get back into it. I think they were expecting a lot out of this Sam Maximan. Um, yeah. 
I, I think again for him and Joel Linton, I think it's going to take a season to yeah. get into it and then get an idea of how the Premier League works, and then you can sort of start folding how you want to play with those in your team. Mm. Um, I yeah, mean, I, I can't see any. I, I can't see Sheffield United lose. It, to be honest. No, I can't. I mean, I'm going to head towards Sheffield United for that fixture. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the 4:15. I mean, again, Villa at home and they're playing Chelsea. So Chelsea. Chelsea's first game out. Yeah. Um, I'd have to back Chelsea. Yeah. I, I think would. I, would. I really would back Chelsea. I think Villa have got a tough start. Mm. Um, I, I, I really do think Villa have got. I mean, if I don't pick out in that game, I can't see Villa getting out the bottom three. I really can't. No, they've, they've got two games against Sheffield United and Chelsea. I think yeah. if they get a result out of one of those two, I, yeah. I think they could possibly get out. But mm. with the start, with that start, I know both games are at home. Mm. But there's, there's still a lot of me panning uh, the stats of the Bundesliga saying that you know, away things are doing far better now than, than home. Yeah. I mean, what do you make of Chelsea? I mean, they're only five points behind Leicester. Do you reckon they can nick it and get the third spot? Or do you think it's an impossible? What, Chelsea getting third in, the, uh, in third? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's impossible. Mm. I just think it's improbable. Yeah, um, I, I think Leicester are a good enough side. Um, I think if you know, obviously we can compare fixtures next week and see after the results and see see where we've got with it. But I just think I, I think Leicester have got a, I think Leicester have got a better run in. I yeah. could be completely wrong. I haven't got I haven't seen the fixtures, but I know Chelsea have got. Um, some toughies, Man- aren't they? They've got Man City in there. Um, yeah. I, I just think I think they're going to get Champions League, I, but I, I I don't think it's going to be. A walk in the park, yeah. That I, I I agree on that. I mean, I'd have to go for a Chelsea win on that one. Yeah, see, you look at Chelsea. Chelsea have got Sheffield United away. They've got Liverpool away. They've got Wolves at home as three of their last four fixtures. Yeah. Um, they've also got to play Man City and they've got Leicester in the Cup. So, yeah. They've also got, you know, Watford at home, Palace away, Norwich at home, um, mm. West Ham away. I just think Leicester, I think Leicester are going to have yeah. the, uh, the best. Do you reckon Lampard will be um, going all guns out for the FA Cup then? Um, I think he should. I yeah. really do think he should. But then he's got to be mindful of, mm. you know, having to 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 look over the shoulder at United and the rest of the pack behind them. Yeah, he's, yeah, I'll, definitely, yeah. If, if these teams behind them get the results after the, the sort of first couple of uh, first games, it's going to put pressure mm. on Chelsea because they're going to be one of the last ones to play. So, yeah, I, I seriously, I think now when it comes to the end of the season. Playing at yeah. different times does add an extra bit of pressure to, to how you get on. I really do think it does. You know, yeah. if you if you play an early game, you can go out, you can get the result, and you can go right. Our job's done now. 
balls in their yeah. court. When it comes to, I feel mm. when it comes to a, a later kickoff, you've seen the results. You've got to go out on the front foot and you've got to produce a result. Not, you know, yeah. I, I like to think more often than not that the teams that play later will get the, the better teams that play later will get that result anyway. Um, mm. But yeah, I think I think Chelsea. I, I, as I said, I think less the likes of Leicester, the likes of Chelsea should go out for the FA Cup. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, um, going off this fixture, I'm going to say Chelsea win. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'd have to. Yeah. Uh, I think it's tough on Villa. You've got Sheffield United at home and then Chelsea at home. But I, I, yeah. think, I think Chelsea will have um, will, will have the result I, there. I agree. Finally, our final fixture for the roundup of the yeah. uh, midweek fixtures and the weekend fixtures. No, this is a cracker. It is indeed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Liverpool could cement the title if they win it. I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's Liverpool's regardless. Yeah. Um, I think everyone said that it's Liverpool's regardless. Um, mm. I, I think with the fixtures that, that they've got left, they don't have to worry too much about it. I, I'm pretty no. sure that Liverpool will want to get a win against Good, uh, against Everton at Goodison. Just because yeah, they can rub it in and then it just adds mm. more to it. But you look at the fixtures after that, they've got Palace at home. They've got mm. they've got the Man City game, which I think will be the key one. But they've got Villa yeah. at home, they've got Brighton away, Burnley at home, they play Arsenal away, they've got Chelsea at home, they've got Newcastle. You fancy them to pick up points, don't you? you, you yeah, you, you've got to look at the likes of Villa, Brighton, Burnley, um, yeah. Newcastle and, and Palace. To be fair, to pick up these points, so yeah, um, I can yeah, safely say I, mean, I think I think Liverpool have won the title. When they do it, yeah. uh, it'll probably be sort of second or third game into July. But yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd probably back Liverpool against Everton this weekend. Yeah, well, I think I'd back Liverpool as well. I mean, what what are your uh, what do you make on it being that good as some parts? You think fans will still turn up? Um. Obviously, being at a late kickoff as well, I think is it seven o'clock kickoff? Uh, seven or half seven, I believe. Yeah, seven o'clock kickoff. Yeah, I, I mean, fans it, may turn up. Yeah, well, you, you hope they don't. I, yeah. I hope that for generally for all the teams, as much as I'd love to be able to go watch my football team play this weekend. Yeah, you can't. If you've been told not to go, don't go. Yeah. If you, if there are people out there that are idiots and want to go, that's their mm. issue. But don't follow the herd. Mm. Stay at home. Yeah. You've got a chance to watch these games on whatever streaming service you can. Yeah. Just watch it. Be glad that football's back and, and don't cause issues where issues don't need to be caused. Um, no, I totally agree. You know, it's it's frustrating. You know, there's. I, I've been wanting to go down to the den and watch football but I can't I've wanted to watch mm. football on the telly and I can alright it's not the same and it won't be the same for the foreseeable future but at least we've got football back and I just think if people are sensible don't act like morons and, and just enjoy the games for the fact that they're back I, I think people just yeah. stay at home stay at home have a beer enjoy yourself yeah, exactly chill out watch the game be glad football's back and you know if you're Liverpool fans 
get ready to celebrate your first Premier League title. Um, yeah. You know, it was quite funny. I mean, you... go on, mate. So I was going to say, it was quite funny at the start of the, the obviously all of COVID-19 and all that sort of stuff. People mocking yeah. it, saying that Man United have finally found a way to Liverpool to stop winning this season. <laughs> um, which I thought was quite funny. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd like to hear some Liverpool fans um, on this, because I'd like to know if the season did get cancelled um, and they got gifted the title, what would they make of it? I mean, me yeah. as a Leicester fan, if we got given a title, wouldn't feel the same to me. I wouldn't. This is the thing. Almost 95% of the season has been played. Yeah. They are streaks ahead of everyone else. Mm. If the season was to end now, yes, it'd be gutting because you've lost those games at the end of the season. But mm. almost mathematically, it is Liverpool. Mm. If they were to end the season, you can't say that they haven't deserved it because they have because they've been mm. by far the best team in the Premier League this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the you know, table don't lie, does it? Well, you know, they've, they've dropped four points, five points all season. Yeah. yeah. You Some record, you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You, you can't sit there and say they don't deserve the title if they've only dropped five points all season. Yeah. You know. I mean, how do you fair, I think they'll fare next year? Do you reckon teams will up the game and buy big? Um, I think the usual suspects will. Um. I think can Liverpool do it again though? Mm, that's the question, isn't it? Because yeah, uh, other likes of Barcelona, Real Madrid, PSG, Bayern Munich, are they going to want to look yeah. at these players and go, "What happened?" Yeah, I yeah. think with Klopp there, I think they probably would stay. You know, they, mm. they you know they won the Champions League last year. Mm. They're almost uh, uh, practically tied on, nailed on to win the, uh, the, the Premier League. Um, yeah, I just I think that what while Klopp is there, if he keeps that structure of that squad together, I think they can be there or thereabouts for the next two or three seasons. You know, Alexander yeah. Arnold's quite young, Robertson's sort of mid twenties. You know, Taylor, yeah. all right, he's coming. He's late twenties. Mane's late twenties. Yeah. Firmino, yeah, um, Fabinho's mid twenties. Henderson's mid yeah. to late twenties. You know they've all got, they're all hit, yeah. hitting that peak. Yeah. And so I do think if they can keep the structure together and keep the likes of mm. Van Dijk, Salah, Firmino, Fabinho, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, Robertson, Mane, I, I seriously think they could be potentially winning the title, sort of back to back. Yeah. But then again, it does I depend agree. on what Man City do and what United mm. do. Um, mm. I can't see Chelsea interrupting that. No. Well, well, and at the moment, I can't see Chelsea doing it. I think it depends on how well mm. the likes of Ziyech and, and Werner and if they get Havertz. Mm. I think if they get Havertz, that's a massive, massive statement. Um, yeah. To sort of yeah. bringing two of the best yeah. attacking players in the Bundesliga over to Chelsea. Um, Ziyech, I think, is a quality attacking player. Um I think they could they could get closer. I just don't see them breaking the Liverpool Man City barrier yet. No, I don't. I mean, I must admit, I think Man City they've got. I mean, I think they'll be up there next year. Man City probably 
at the top. I, I, I they've got this, the Champions League ban, haven't they? Yeah, I said after 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 City did it, where they scored a hundred was it hundred goals and a hundred points? Yeah, yeah. I I said to my old man, I said from now on, teams are going to have hmm. to get a hundred points or near enough a hundred points to win the Premier League. Yeah. You I know, mean, what, Liverpool are on 82 already? Liverpool they could get 100 easy. They could get 100 easy. I just think mm. that if all the if these big six teams play as mm. well as they can, I seriously do yeah. think that you will have that gap as it used to be back in the early mm. noughties where you'd have those top six being yeah. there every, every year. I just think yeah. it, that would be the case. You'd have to get sort of 95, 96 points every season mm. to win the title. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could be right there. I mean, just before we finish the roundup of these midweek fixtures and, and the weekend fixtures, what do you make of Everton now with uh, Ancelotti in charge? I think given the time, I think Everton mm. will be a better team. I think yeah. they've got the players there to yeah. do something, but they need they need the right sort of click to get everything gelling. They really Can do. they bring big stars in now Ancelotti's there? Um, well, they, 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 need, did, they need to get... To be fair, Koeman brought in a lot of, lot of players. So, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think they, I wouldn't think it would be difficult to give them the money they need. I think it would be difficult mm. to get the players in in the first place. Yeah. You know, I think, again, it boils down to... Yeah, go on. Yeah, because they're mid-table, you're looking at the likes mm. of United, Wolves, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, yeah. Manchester, Liverpool. It's just in England mm. alone. If they're competing to yeah. try and find these players from around Europe and around the world, you're going to have other teams outside of that that are looking at them as well. And if, yeah. you've, got the, if you've got that that big, big thing on the back of your shirt saying Champions League football here, te- players are going to go there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah everyone. You, the, the way that everyone talks about the Champions League now, that is mm. the big thing. That is the big domestic thing for, for clubs in, in football now. And yeah, if that pulling power is so huge that clubs that do have money that aren't getting into Europe haven't got the chance to compete mm. with that. Um, that's I, I mean, the thing is, as well, with I was going to say with Ancelotti in charge, he's a big name, but. He's got to cut it, mate. He's got to cut it at this level. I mean, yeah, the likes of let's go back to West Chelsea. Ham. He did it, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I know Chelsea, you know, I think Chelsea had probably the better players. Yeah. Um, but can he, he do it, it at this sort of level? Um, I, I do think he can. I think he can cut it. I mean, I, I only he... look at West Ham, Jacko, and I see uh, Pellegrini when he was there, and I thought, well, yeah, he won the Premier League with City. And he's done nothing with yeah, West Ham. You, no, but can West Ham financially compete with Man City? No. Right, there you go. That in itself. Yeah, but if you're a if good you're, manager, surely not. You could you, you could go to any club. Yeah, you could go to any club, but mm. if you need a striker, yeah, that will get you thirty goals a season. Well, all right, no, it's not mm. thirty, but get, get you twenty goals a season. Yeah. If a club offers. 35 million yeah. can you afford that if you're West Ham probably not well, can you no. afford it if you're Man City yeah 
And mm. if it doesn't work, mm. you're probably selling for half that and go again. And they've done yeah. that. They've done it mm. with Mangala, they've done it with Stones. I, I just mm. think Pellegrini has obviously done well. He's, he's won the Premier League. You, you're, yeah. not, you're not a poor manager if you've won the Premier League. But mm. if you've had the squad that he had at Man City, it's a darn mm. sight easier to do it than it is at West Ham with the squad that they've got. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I get you in that respect. But then, uh, I mean, a prime example. Look at Leicester when they won it. Well, exactly, and 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 uh, you know that was a one-off. Mm. You have to think of that as a one-off. No one yeah. understood how Ranieri got Leicester playing the way they did. Bearing in yeah. mind, two months before that. Um, Leicester had just survived. Yeah, the Great Escape. Yeah. You know, so Leicester had Leicester were that anomaly, but because mm. they got into the Champions League, because they finished high, they got the financial backing that they needed. I mean, they got into what the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're looking up to make it through to that. Well, exactly, but but the amount of money they would have got from doing that is massive mm. compared to the budget that West Ham have been given since then. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and Leicester have gone out and bought in Indeedy. All right, yes, they they bought him cheap, but they bought in Indeedy. They bought in Madison. They bought in Perez. They bought in Tielemans. Yeah, they bought mm. in. Um, Got Johnny Evans in there. Johnny Evans. Uh, Johnny Evans was a. I think Evans was a. I think it was, but, yeah, he was. Yeah, you know. I, I I seriously think Leicester are the anomaly to the way that things have mm. been done. But in order to mm. compete with Man City and Liverpool, they'd need those extra players. Mm. And and you look at the league table this year, and it shows that. Yeah. I mean, if if Leicester had a better financial backing, they probably could get the players that Rodgers needed. But yeah. are they going to be able to make up the nearly thirty points difference between them and Liverpool? Good question. Probably not. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I think Leicester were the I mean, anomaly in that. I think. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, have I do to agree with that. Is, you, you'd have to rate what Lampard's done at Chelsea. Yeah. Because they, he wasn't able to bring anyone in. He came in. Hazard had gone. Um, mm. They had a, a poor striker striker situation. Um, you know, there were a lot of things to do at that club. Mm. And Lampard's been and done what he knows, which is used the youngsters. He's bought in Samori, he's bought in Reese James, he's bought in Abraham, bought in yeah. um, is it Mason Mount? Mount. Mason Mount. Yeah. You know, he's bought those players in. They got the experience last year or the years before that they've been playing, and he's he's created a side out of that. He's been able mm. to now bring in the additions that he needed. Werner, I think Werner's going to solve their striking issues a lot. He can jump, yeah. he's good in the air, and he's quick, and he can finish well. I think that's mm. the case of Mar- That's a mixture of Morata and um, Abraham there. Um, yeah. You know, Ziyech, I think, is probably their next best thing to Hazard without all of the, the flair and the dribbling that the Hazard does. Um, mm. I think Ziyech is a, is a quality attacking uh, player, He's not in the same ballpark as Hazard, in my opinion. Um, mm. I think if Hazard, if, if they get Havertz, as I said before, if they get Havertz, that's a yeah. big, big boost to the uh, to them. 
and a big sign mm. for the rest of the teams in the Premier League going, we mean business this year. If they yeah, were to I, pay Chilwell to that, but I don't think they will because of the fact that I don't mm. think they'd have enough money to get Havertz and Chilwell unless they were to sell some players. If they were to get Chilwell, yeah. I, I think Chelsea might be close to getting uh, a sort of they might be closer to getting a title, but I just don't think teams can compete with the likes of Liverpool and Man City. No, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, when the transfer window opens, I'm sure we can do a um, yeah, topic forward, on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, just to clarify it all up, I mean, Everton, I mean, obviously I'm not a fan, you're not a fan, but if you was a fan of Everton, where would you, where would you want to be in the league? Obviously, every club, every team um, must be top. I, I mean, think, realistically, I think with the players that they've got, yeah, um, you should be looking at sort of just outside the Europa League and yeah. hitting. If you get a decent a cup cup run, looking at an FA mm. Cup or a League Cup, mm. I think that's where you'd be looking at. I really do. But obviously, then you get you don't get a chance. You know, you could have a situation where. You don't get a cup run that you that you, you that was that was favourable, uh, yeah. and you have to go through the likes of Man City, Arsenal, United, Chelsea to just to get to the final. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'd be looking at for the likes of Everton, Newcastle, Palace. Um, it's just um, Wolves. Wolves, I'd probably expect with how good they are to be just outside Europe, or if not in Europe. Yeah. But they, yeah. those sort of teams. West Ham as well, yeah. begrudgingly. Um, you'd sort of see, want to see them in about that sort of just below Europe, Europe, Europe segment and yeah. having a decent cup run. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. you should be looking at. Um, and then... And I think you'd take that, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, well, I would have thought so, but then you're obviously going to want uh, a couple of seasons where if you do get that, that odd player every now and then, sort of push mm. you further towards the Europa League spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's still a chance for them to get in that Europa League spot, Everton. Yeah, but there's... there's it's There ain't points. That's mm. the thing. It's eight points. Again, it's it's the same thing as as as, as before. You know, you've got to make up three yeah. games over yeah. the likes of United, Chelsea and Wolves. Yeah. Can you make up 33% of the games that you're playing over those opponents. And with the fixtures they've got, yeah, unless you're playing them and you're in form, it's unlikely to happen. Yeah, I mean, Everton could have closed the gap just before um, the season finished for a bit. I mean, now they're uh, Chelsea yeah. away and lost 4-0. Yeah, well, they're, they're, you know, they, they're five, the five games before the break were win-win, loss, draw, loss. Yeah. So, it's not, you know, yeah, it's not great, is it? It's not great, but then again, you give Ancelotti a full transfer window, bring in the players he wants to bring in, give him that season. If mm. the board are prepared to back him and give him the patience, and the fans are prepared to give him the patience, yeah, maybe he could do that thing where he, he does that, where you sort of look at getting just outside the Europa League with a mm. potential FA Cup win. Yeah, so, it'll be interesting for next season, won't it? It will be. Um but let's get through the first, this season first. Yeah, we? let's get through this mini one. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, we've covered all the fixtures now for everyone across uh, the Prem and Championship. I mean, yep. after, on Monday we'll come back and we'll speak about results 
and right. hopefully and we'll, we can go back through we'll, the next fixtures. And we'll mock each other at how horrifically we, wrong we are at football <laughs> and then question if we should be doing a footballing podcast. <laughs> yeah, we might have to re- relive that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we did an episode. We're not doing it again. We were wrong. Massively yeah. wrong. We're massively wrong. <laughs> but no, um, excuse me. So other than that, we will be back next Monday, hopefully. Um, yeah. Well, not hopefully. Um, we definitely will be. We definitely will chance, be. Are we? <laughs> we'll definitely be back. Get on again. Contact us on email, and that is yeah. after extra time with an X um, twenty twenty at gmail dot com. Um, we'd like to hear all your talk on your team, the Prem, the Champ, or even lower divisions. Yeah, and me it's or Jacko will is always good. Yes, definitely. I mean, give us some criticism. Um, harsh criticism, not so good, but you know, we'll try and take <laughs> we'll it. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> but we will answer all your questions back. Jack will pick them up, um, and yep. I'm sure he'll go over them with me on Monday next week. Yeah. Um, again, it's our first podcast, so please let us know how you feel. And yeah, we'll call it a day there. It's been nice doing a show with you, Jacko. And, and, and uh, you, cheers. And again, we'll be there Monday. Take care, all. Super. Okay. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, and again, cheers, uh, Jacko, mate, for coming on. No worries, mate. Thank cheers. You. T- take care, Bye-bye. and uh, speak to you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.